In Parshas Teilvis, the Torah describes the aging of Yitzchak. The first pasuk in Perak of Zion, chapter 27, tells us that his eyes became too dim to see. Rashi brings not one, not two, but three explanations for the word that they became dimmed. One, that his eyes became dimmed because of the incense smoke of Esau's wives that they burned to their idols. Another explanation is that at the moment that Yitzchak was bound to the altar and Avraham was preparing to slaughter him, the heavens parted and the ministering angels beheld the scene below and began to weep and their tears fell into the eyes of Yitzchak, and his eyes became weakened and dimmed. And the third explanation Rashi gives, introduced with a vidovar acher, and another explanation, says, so that Yaakov would take the brachis, and Yitzchak would not be able to see that it was Yaakov. What's difficult to understand is that it seems that the reason for Yitzchak's dimmed eyes, eyes is quoted quite clearly in the Torah verses. The Torah tells us, And when Yitzchak grew old, this resulted in his eyes growing dim, much like we learn about Yaakov Avinu, our forefather Yaakov, in the Torah portion of Vayechi. The eyes of Yisrael, the Torah tells us, grew heavy from old age. And we know this, that with age, one's eyesight grows weaker. Why then is Rashi looking for answers and other explanations? As well, each instance, when Rashi brings two or more explanations for a question, or excuse me, for a quote in the verses, it's only because each explanation has some challenge that doesn't present in another explanation. Rashi is also quite particular about the order in which he teaches the various explanations, as the challenge that a latter explanation has does not exist in an earlier explanation, and the challenge in the third explanation is greater than the challenge in the explanation that precedes it. So we really want to understand what the challenges are that exist in the three explanations that Rashi brings to explain the word Fatihana, and they dimmed, and how is the second explanation that the tears of the ministering angels fell into Yitzhak's eyes at the time of the Akeda more challenging than the first explanation of the smoke from the idol incense burning, the first explanation? And how is the third explanation that Yitzhak's blindness was to assure the brachas for Yaakov more difficult than the second or the first explanations? It has been frequently discussed that when Rashi brings three explanations, aside for the individual question each explanation carries that becomes satisfied by the ensuing explanations, there's a common challenge in two of the three, which is why that third explanation is needed, which the third explanation does not have. As clearly, if the two answers satisfied all challenges, we would not need the third. So we want to find the common challenge that exists 
in the two answers and how the third explanation satisfies that challenge. The reason that Rashi does not want to suffice with old age as a reason for the dimming of Yitzchak's eyes is because in the previous Torah portion, we learn that God himself blessed Yitzchak. And Rashi explains this saying that Hashem blessed Avraham, but Avraham was afraid to bless Yitzchak because he saw that Esav would be born of him. And so he said, Avraham said, may the master of all blessing come and bless him. And God did so. He came and blessed Yitzchak. How then can Yaakov, blessed by God, be suffering the pain of blindness to the extent that this feels like death? It should be simple. If God himself blesses Yitzchak, the process of aging should not have become an obstacle, particularly as he was only 123 years old, not very old for those days. And certainly, the question would be, why would he spend 57 years from the time of the Akedah feeling like a dead man? Also, we don't see this in the Torah regarding anyone else, others who were far older than Yitzchak. So this is why Rashi gives us several reasons for Vatikhana, because if there were no side issues involved, God's blessing would have protected Yitzchak as he aged. There were, however, side issues that caused Yaakov's eyesight to dim, and therefore Rashi explains. So when learning this verse and the words that tell us that Yitzchak's eyes were dimmed, one immediately questions, how is this possible? God himself blessed Yitzchak, and yet he's suffering with blindness. It makes sense now to look for an answer to this in the verses in the Torah portion, and noticing that these words, his eyes became dimmed from seeing, follows the verse that tells us about Esav's wise wives causing grief to Yitzchak and Rivka with their idol worship, we assume that the proximity of these two verses tells us the reason for Yitzchak's blindness. Hence, this is Rashi's first explanation, because it is alluded to in the verses. Now, the other two explanations that Rashi provides are not in the verses, at least not in any obvious way. But this first explanation has two challenging aspects. It's understood that Esav's wives didn't actually live with Yitzchak and that they had their own separate apartments and that the incense they burned to their idols was done in their private domain. How then can we say that the incense smoke burned for their idols in their homes caused Yitzchak's eyes to dim. Furthermore, why did the smoke only affect him and not Rivka? These two questions force the need for a different explanation. Now, in the latter two explanations, that when Yitzchak was brought to the Akedah and the tears of the angels fell into his eyes, and so that Yaakov 
would receive the blessings. Aside for these two explanations not having an obvious source in the verses, there are two difficulties. The second explanation is difficult because what Rashi is quoting is from the Medrash, which, by the way, Rashi doesn't allude to at all. And it's totally not founded on the Pshat of the Torah, which is where Rashi commonly gleans his answers. There's an even greater challenge with a third explanation. How is it possible that God caused Yitzchak to be blind for years and years so that a third party, Yaakov, should benefit from this and should receive the blessings? God could have ensured that this happened, that Yaakov received the blessings in any number of ways. Certainly God could have found some other way to make sure Yaakov would receive the blessings. This is a really big issue in the third explanation that Rashi gives. A lot bigger than the issue in the second explanation. We're talking about causing one person distress for the benefit of another, and it really doesn't seem justifiable. And there really is no way to suggest that this would be God's MO. Therefore, this comes only after the second explanation of Rashi. As mentioned, each of these explanations has some merit over the others. In other words, two explanations have some difficulty or challenge that does not exist in the third. The essential value that the first explanation that Rashi gives has over the other two is, as said, sourced in the Torah's verses. The value of the second explanation over the first and third is that according to all explanations, Yitzchak's blindness contributed to Yaakov receiving the blessings and not Esav. But according to answers one and three, the blindness set in because of something negative in Yitzchak's environment. In the first explanation, it's the incense smoke from Esav's wives. And according to the third explanation, because Yitzchak intended to give the blessings to Esav, which means that something negative brought the blessings. On the other hand, according to the second explanation, it's the precise opposite. The blindness was a result of a virtue of Yaakov because of his merit at the binding. The third explanation actually does have value over the prior two explanations. According to the first two explanations, it turns out that Yitzchak's blindness occurred long before he began to age. When Esav married, Esav was 40, Yitzchak was 100, as he and Rivka had born Esav only when Yitzchak was already 60 years old. And according to the second explanation, which tells us that Yitzchak's blindness was a result of the tears of the angels, Yitzchak was younger yet then, only 37 years old, which of course forces the question as to why does the Torah tell us that Zokein Yitzchak, Yitzchak was aging, and only following that tell us that his eyes were dimming.
According to the first two explanations, the order should have been reversed with the Torah describing the events in order. And so Rashi brings a third explanation. Why were Yitzchak's eyes dimmed? So that Yaakov would receive the blessing. This answer brings order to the three explanations. Because Yitzchak was becoming old, he wanted to bless Esav. And so his eyes were dimmed to ensure that Yaakov and not Esav received the blessings. This third explanation has a profound lesson about how far one must go to avoid Lashon Hara negative talk about another. It would seem that in order to ensure that Yaakov receives the blessings, God actually had a simple solution. He could have revealed to Yitzchak that Esav is a Russia, and that would ensure Yitzchak giving the blessings to Yaakov. Certainly Yitzchak already knew about Esav's idol-worshipping wives, though in fact Yitzchak did not think Esav was the guilty party, and he suspected that the wives had a bad influence over him or that he couldn't influence them positively. Yitzchak did know, though, that something was amiss, and we have proof of this when Yaakov comes in for the blessings with a meat that Rivka prepared, and Yitzchak asks Yaakov, thinking it's Esav, how he had prepared the food so quickly. And Yaakov answered, because Hashem prepared it before me. To which Rashi tells us that Yitzchak wondered silently, thinking Esav doesn't usually invoke God's name. So Yitzchak had some suspicion of Esav, and God could have just revealed the truth that Esav was a Russia, and that would have sufficed. Yitzchak didn't need to be blinded for this, but God was careful with his talk, and rather allowed Yitzchak to spend 57 years in this state than speak badly of another Jew, even an apostate Jew like Esav. And if regarding Esav, God showed us to be so careful, certainly for a post-Sinai Jew, what God said to every Jew, and we all heard, I am the Lord your God. I, Havaya, have become Elekecha, your strength and your vitality. How much more so we must be careful with every single Jew.